Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Friday the 22nd of April 2022. Starting in Europe today, Russian President Vladimir Putin said yesterday that the southern Ukrainian city of Mariupol has been liberated. Before the invasion of Ukraine, Mariupol was a city of 450,000 people. Yesterday, Mayor Vadim Boychenko said that 100,000 civilians are still in occupied Mariupol. Boychenko says that over 20,000 civilians have been killed during the two-month siege of Mariupol by the Russian army, and that Russian soldiers had been secretly burying the bodies of dead civilians. Estonia and Latvia's parliaments have officially recognised Russia's actions in Ukraine as genocide. Yesterday, United States President Joe Biden said that Putin will never succeed and that the US will send an additional $800 million worth of military aid to help Ukraine defend its Donbass region. Today, I'm announcing another $800 million to further augment Ukraine's ability to fight in the east in the Donbass region. This package includes heavy artillery weapons, dozens of howitzers, and 144,000 rounds of ammunition to go with those howitzers. It also includes more tactical drones. In the past two months, we've moved weapons and equipment to Ukraine at record speed. We've sent thousands of anti-armor and anti-missile helicopters, drones, grenade launchers, machine guns, rifles, radar systems. More than 50 million rounds of ammunition had already been sent. The United States alone has provided 10 anti-armor systems for every one Russian tank that's in Ukraine, a 10 to 1 ratio. We're sharing and will continue to share significant timely intelligence with Ukraine to help defend them against Russian aggression. Spain's Prime Minister Pedro Sánchez and Denmark's Prime Minister Mette Friedrichsen travelled to Kiev yesterday and met Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Both Prime Ministers promised to send more weapons to Ukraine. Research by the Guardian newspaper has shown that Russia used cluster bombs when it tried to capture Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, in the last few weeks. Cluster bombs have been banned in many parts of the world because each bomb releases smaller bombs that are unpredictable and can explode far from the original target. Ukraine's army has also been accused of using cluster bombs in the Donbass region. United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson will face an inquiry about whether he lied to Parliament. Last week, Johnson received a fine for breaking lockdown rules in 2020. However, he previously said to Parliament that he had done nothing wrong. Johnson is currently in India, where he is hoping to improve trade relations with the UK. Yesterday, he visited the ashram of Mahatma Gandhi in the city of Ahmedabad. 
France will have the second round of its presidential election on Sunday. Current polls show President Emmanuel Macron winning around 55% of votes, compared to 45% for far-right candidate Marine Le Pen. Africa. In Nigeria, at least three people were killed in an explosion at a market. An Islamist jihadist group claimed responsibility for the attack, saying that it was because alcohol was sold there. In Rwanda, a Chinese man has been sentenced to 20 years in jail for torturing workers of a mine. Sun Shujun was the manager of a mine, and last year a video of him whipping mine workers went viral in Rwanda. In Ghana, Kenya and Malawi, more than one million children have now received the world's first malaria vaccine. The vaccine is only partially effective, meaning that people are still recommended to avoid malaria in other ways. Asia. In Malaysia, six people have been killed when over 500 Rohingya refugees escaped an immigration detention centre. Refugees escaped the centre and ran onto a fast-moving road. Malaysia has around 100,000 Rohingya refugees, most of whom have escaped genocide in Myanmar in the last six years. In Afghanistan, at least 16 people have been killed in two bomb attacks claimed by Daesh, the Islamic State group. In Timor-Leste, José Ramos Horta has been elected president, beating current president Francisco Guterres. Ramos Horta has been president once before and won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1996 for his efforts to stop the conflict in Timor. America's Honduras's former president, Juan Orlando Hernández, has been sent to the United States to face drug trafficking charges. Hernandez was president until January. In New York, he will now face charges of drug trafficking, weapon trafficking, and accepting bribes. In the United States, streaming company Netflix lost $50 billion in value over the last two days. Shares in Netflix fell by 35% after it revealed that its numbers of subscribers had fallen for the first time ever. And in Brazil, the Carnival of Rio de Janeiro has started and will continue all next week. This is the first carnival since 2020 because of the COVID-19 pandemic and is expected to attract around 7 million people. A big thank you to Jorisan from Italy and Edith from Hong Kong for becoming our newest supporters. If you find this podcast valuable, then you can help to support us at send7.org support. Supporters also get access to transcripts of every episode. 
I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great weekend and I will see you on Monday.